It's Leah Rance from Afternoons on Laser 99.3 and 98.5. And today, Flora Cash's new album, Press, has come out. So I'm going to sit down and talk to them about the songs that inspired it and the really weird way they met. Leah Rance, Afternoon Rance. Hey, this is Leah Rance. I'm right here now with Cole and Shpressa from Flora Cash. How are you guys feeling today? We're good. awesome. How are you? Yeah, yeah I'm, doing, I'm doing pretty good. I'm really excited to be talking to you because uh, you're single. You're somebody else. Just off the bat, my first experience listening to you guys, I have to tell you, uh, doesn't sound like anything else on the radio. It really does kind of cut through. I was like, why am I sad right now? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's it's so deeply personal and emotional. And um, would you guys categorize your music like that? Is that something you take pride in, that it, it feels very intimate? Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's kind of what we're go- going for. I mean, we, we, we definitely write as honestly as we possibly can. And for us, that means a lot of sadness, apparently. <laughs> but, but yeah, we, we, we definitely would characterize it like that. Why is it so sad? What? Who hurt you? <laughs> you know, like, life. <laughs> life <good> hurt us. <laughs> I think it's like, I think it's really speaking or talking about, you know, anxiety and mental, what do you call it? Health, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, being really honest, like you said before. So it's like a truthful song, and I think maybe that's why it's sad because we can all connect to it, I guess. Yeah, and also some we level. were going through kind of a particularly rough, rough kind of. I, mainly, it was I had a lot of anxiety um, at, for a certain period of time. You know, God knows why exactly. But I think anxiety is like such a thing you never know where it comes from. It just appears like exactly. Randomly. That's kind of the thing with it. You can't yeah, pinpoint no. why or where it comes from. But then I think I was giving her anxiety with my anxiety. You know, because like <laughs> it was like it was like manifesting as in like oh my God, I I thought I had like three different diseases and it was even it was one of those kind mm. of things. And and then Shpressa's getting just like you know exhausted by it. And it was probably very exhausting. It so. was. And I think it's also like yeah. I've had like extreme anxiety before in my life, so then it reminded me about that anxiety. So it was just a long yeah. thing. Yeah, it just yeah. But, but that song kind of came at the end of that whole cycle and yeah. was really like therapy for us. So I mean, I, I I didn't really think of the song as that sad at first because it's not you know it's not the slowest tempo in the world and there's there's you know there's beats and things going on, but it's kind of amazing like when you see the way that other people connect with the song, like for some people it's like oh I'm I'm bawling listening to, listening to this so it makes you know, sense it's, <laughs> yeah it's 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 kind of it's kind of cool how much it's meant to people. Hey, don't get me wrong. Sad doesn't mean bad. Like, no, I, I exactly, love it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I connect. I connect most strongly with stuff that's a little hint, like melancholy. Right. You know? Ex- a little bit of joy, a little mm-hmm. bit of melancholy. I like yeah. a little bit of silver lining with the sadness. Now, you guys, it's just the two of you, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're married. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell me a little bit about how you guys met. Well, I was living in, or actually, we still live in Sweden. But uh, I was living in Stockholm, Sweden, and Cole was living in Minneapolis. And I was looking for some new music to get inspired by it. And clicked on his profile on SoundCloud and started to listen to all of his songs and fell in love with his voice and his amazing lyrics. Uh, and listened to all of the songs and 
what did happen then, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> so then she uh, she started leaving these very thoughtful comments, um, and I, I just I saw like a notification where like three or four new comments kind of popped up in a row, <laughs> and she was going way deep into the catalog. So I, I knew that she yeah, as I if I had like all. some huge catalog. I did not have a huge catalog. Yeah, you, no shame. Oh, you did. Oh gosh, he had millions of songs. No, I had like five. No, you I had, had like, like twenty. <laughs> but, yeah. But anyway, so she uh, she had commented on a few things, and I could tell she was really connecting with it. And and at the time, honestly, like we didn't have like like very descriptive profile photos, so we didn't know what the other looked like or anything like that. So it was purely a musical attraction, I, I must say. Uh, so I clicked on her profile, and I, I you know how the way that she describes feeling when she heard my music, I honestly felt. I think pretty much the same way, you know, I, I would think maybe I felt even more, but I don't want to take that away nah. from her. And, um, I fell in love with it. I was living with, um, my cousin at the time we were roommates and I showed him the music and he, you know, he actually made the comment that it sounded like we were musical soulmates, which kind of tells you how we felt, you know, we, we felt the same <laughs> way. Yeah. So then I, I reached out to her and I said, I would love it if we could collaborate sometime, which I assumed would mean like sending each other files back and forth because, you know, you can do that nowadays. And um, so we got to talking and found out we had a lot more in common than just the music. Go figure. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and then one thing led to another. Skype for five months. She came to Minneapolis because why? Because I have the biggest <laughs> <laughs> She always says that. And it's true. But she's like the, not real but you guys get it. <laughs> Uh, you yeah. never know. Um, yeah, and then I flew there, and then here we are. We've been together ever since. Yeah. Only been apart like eight hours or something. Once. Actually, yeah. Well, there was... Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. You're it right. finally happened, like, because we used to be able to tell people we've never been apart for more than, like, seven hours, because that was when we first... When I first came back with her to Sweden, we were on two different flights. So that was, for years, the longest we had ever been apart. Wow. And then finally, it was, like, last year, she went down to visit her family in South Sweden without me. Um, and so that was, like, a few days. But that's the longest we've ever been apart, yeah. so... Yeah. So you guys would say SoundCloud is a better dating app. Oh, easily. Well, for us. They, they, SoundCloud should have like a little section or like a premium version that's just for dating because yes. I, I think there's a, I think there's a market there. Yeah. I mean, it, doesn't sound, it sounds like a story, you know, like it's so crazy. Now, I, what's interesting about this is you guys got to hear a little bit like a sandwich, like a little bit of peanut butter, a little bit of jelly, like alone. What did your sound bring to the table and how do you think your sound, Cole, mm. brought something to the table? Like, what did you sound like a part? Well, I think that Spresso was doing stuff that was a little bit more influenced by maybe like this, because in, in Sweden, like they're, they're, they have a massive music industry, oddly mm -hmm. enough, even though it's like a tiny country. It's like nine million people in the whole country. Very great at it. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They are. But like their their bread and butter there is kind of like pop music. And I don't think Spresso was making like what you would call pop music, but it definitely had that kind of Swedish pop kind of sheen to it. And mm -hmm. there was like electronic stuff. Yeah, there was more electronic elements and, and like yeah. atmosphere. It was kind of atmospheric yeah. and, and more, you know, the Swedes are very, very melodic um, over there kind of what they're known for and so it was very melodic and what I was doing was really just totally acoustic guitar based and um, more Americana folksy kind of rough in fact I actually used to sing really roughly no it was the most beautiful thing no but it was rough though right <laughs> I don't think it was rough well I it was yeah great. Uh, so I, th I think like when we first met it for some reason it kind of leaned a little more maybe the pendulum swung a little more toward what I was doing. Um, and then I think as we've kind of evolved together, it's actually, it's balanced out yeah, totally. a bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
don't know if that makes sense. No, totally. Do you think it's more balanced now on your new album, Press? Yeah. I would say yeah. Yeah, but we yeah. also both have like changed in our tastes a lot um, since then. So like we're both constantly changing. And since the music that we're making is, it's an honest reflection of what we like at any given moment. I think it's still always going to be a compromise yeah. between the two of us, but it's, it's definitely... It's definitely moving in different directions. What are you guys listening to right now? Floor um, Cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're trying to finish an album, so it actually is a lot of Floor Cash, but not yeah, in a narcissistic way. have to listen through way. the songs and see what we like. You know? um, I don't know. Different like, kinds. Yeah, we've like when people ask us that, the best thing we do is like sometimes we have like playlists out there in social media world, and um, if you go and look at like our like a favorite songs playlist here and there, uh, it's it's got literally everything from like you know. Toby Keith to Post Malone to, you know, uh, Radiohead. And we, we just have a very, like, eclectic, wide taste. Yeah. So Now, with your new song, They Own This Town, that's a totally different vibe. It's showing a little bit. You guys do, you know, a little bit different. Tell me a little bit about the inception of that song, where that came from. You can start, honey. Please. <laughs> <No>, please. <laughs> okay, well, uh, in terms of just like a little bit of background, it was kind of it was kind of cool because it's I think the the initial idea is actually probably like a year and a half if not older, and um, we were just riffing over this um, piano riff and actually with Spressa was kind of just coming up with melodies and that's sometimes how we write just freestyling and there was this one tiny moment where like I thought that it sounded like she said they own this town and she sang it like they own this town you know and I was like wait a minute wait a minute go back what was that and she was like I don't know and I said it sounded like you said they own this town that's that's a song right there like that you can you can that writes itself you know and then she was like yeah, I don't know don't don't mess with my flow you know <laughs> so, that's what I have to tell him so then she just she don't keeps, like to be paused in the middle of a flow <laughs> I, know, I know so then she keeps going on it and um, comes up with a lot of cool ideas but then we just kind of forgot about it for I don't know, probably eight months. And then I, you know, I went back to the idea and I'm listening through her ideas, totally forgot about that little chunk and, um, rediscovered it. And then, yeah, we just, we sat down and literally the song kind of did write itself. It, because it spoke to us like a lot at that exactly. time. Also like, you know, feeling like the world is a little bit against you or, or trying to put you down when you have a, a dream or any kind of dream actually. And so that's what the song is kind of but for us. Like, yeah, just that feeling of like it doesn't matter what your what business you're in. Like it doesn't be, have to be the music business or anything. But sometimes, and I, th I think even like I'm, we're from small towns originally, and you can kind of relate to that even in like the small town world. That that feeling of uh, that there are maybe like people that don't want to give you an opportunity, or that you that you're, that you're not part of the cool club, or you know what I mean. So I think you know that we were feeling a lot of frustration when when we wrote that song. Yeah. But I think a lot of people feel that. A lot of people can relate to being outcast. Maybe that's why your music is very relatable and <laughs> people can, you know, vibe with it a lot. So you've got your new album coming out, Press, and you are going to be going on tour here Yay. soon. Very exciting with Lovely the Band. Awesome people, April. awesome band. Yeah, I was going to say, so you guys know them. Yeah, yeah. We've played with them a couple of times and um, they... Yeah. they uh, Actually, it was kind of cool. Like the the first time, our first interaction with them was actually uh, the the lead singer Mitchie. Uh, he had insta storied "You're Somebody Else," and he said this song is dope. I don't know if you're allowed to say dope on the radio. Yeah, but you did now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and he really connected with it. So they actually invited us onto the tour, which we are humbled and and honored by because we really connect with we their really music, connect yeah, with their yeah. music as well. I think it's kind of in the same kind of wavelength. 
for sure. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for thank you. stopping by. It was awesome talking to you so awesome much. Talking thank to you, you so much for having us. Yes. Espresso and Cole with Flora Cash. Check them out. They're going to be touring starting in April with Lovely the Band. They're actually going to be coming to Paradise Rock Club May 7th in Boston. Yes! <laughs>